Happy New Year. Is it too late in the year to still be saying that? Well, I'm wishing you a very prosperous and fruitful 2019. Now, there's a few things that I want to get started now at the start of 2019 so that they can continue on into this year. It's that whole setting intentions for the year to come. So 2019 is going to be the year that I invite you to share your whole self because so much of what we see on social media has been curated, retouched, photoshopped. It's been altered to make whoever posted it look really good when, okay, life's got some good moments, but life's also got some terrible moments And it's also got some very average moments. And I want to put an end to this sharing of only one side. Let this be the year that we share the good, the bad, the ugly and everything in between. And that's why I'm going to start using the hashtag RealYou2019. You're more than welcome to use it as well when you post anything that is in any way related to your life. If you just want to keep using it, let's make this a a movement so that instead of us seeing the best of the best, we see everything. I want you to share the shit times as well as the good times and the lessons learned. You're going to get a lot more of that sort of stuff from my life in the podcast in 2019 because I'm going to be sharing with you the things that I'm going through as they happen rather than once I've learned the lesson. Because after all, I'm Miss Adventurous and I want to share with you my life's adventures, the good, the bad and everything else in between. Welcome to Miss Adventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life with stories of mindfulness and positivity to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. So like I did say before, you're going to be hearing a lot more about my life. I'm going to be doing a lot more real talking, but I thought it'd be good to uh, really introduce myself and hello to all you new listeners. If you have come across one or two episodes uh, in 2018 and you haven't really got quite an understanding of who I am, well, let me break it all down for you. My name is Tiffany Rouge and I am an Australian female radio announcer and podcaster. I'm 28 years old and I've decided to take you on my journey because I believe that experiences, ideas and opinions can help people and help people change the world. And I love sharing my story. And if me sharing my story and my opinion and my beliefs will help you, then that is the whole reason for this podcast. Now, I'm a radio announcer because when that mic is on, I know I have the ability to influence thousands of people. I work in Wollongong, New South Wales, in Australia, and I thoroughly believe my positivity has got me here. Now, positivity takes so many different forms, and I know that it's not just my positivity, but I want to share my stories about why I still remain positive, you know, the trials and tribulations that I've been through with my life. And I want to be a positive influence in the world. And that's why I started a podcast, because I want to add depth to my own on-air personality, but I also want to be able to share my message with more than the market that my station broadcasts to. I want to be able to share my message with the world and with you. 
So I want to start by telling you my story, how I came to be in Wollongong broadcasting. Now, I got into radio because I love music. I think I had my very first radio show. I listened back to it with my dad. My dad is one of my biggest supporters. Shout outs to you, dad, if you're listening right now. He recorded my first ever radio show and this was going on 10 years ago and I remember where I was and my first ever radio show. It was for a community radio station in Adelaide, which is where I grew up. And the whole time, so I'm sitting there listening with my dad back to my very first ever radio show. And we listened to every single talk break and I wasn't in any of them, but the music was on point. And I just thought, okay, the music's really good, but where am I this whole time? Like the break opens, there's people talking, there's interviews, and there's still none of me. And then we listened to the very last talk break when all the music had ended and they're all thanking everyone for being on the on the show. And there were four different people and they all had different roles. And all the other three people said, oh, you know, thanks so much for listening. It's been Youth FM. I'm Ryan. I'm Lisa. I'm Rick. And there I was. And the only words I said was, and I'm Tiff. And I remember being in that moment and actually shitting myself. I was so scared. I remember how I felt. I can still feel that resemblance of a feeling now because I was there in that moment. And it's so funny to see how far I've come. So that's my first ever radio show. But let me tell you how I got into radio. So I was interested in media. Um, I took a class in high school. I was never really a good high school student. I think I went to about a term of my year nine and 10 grades. But by the time year 10 rolled around, I was actually interested in media and journalism. We had a really good teacher and I kind of found that news, I guess, and and the sharing of ideas and information is what makes the world go round. And I recognize the importance for news. And I made a point in at that time to think like, okay, I need to get news, right? News is constant. I need to stay up to date with the world. How am I going to do that? I'm not one for reading a newspaper. I don't really want to pay for a subscription fee. And I'm not really that into TV. Like I like watching Netflix and whatnot, but I'll never really make a point to go and turn the news on on the telly so radio it was I'd always loved music and I I always listened to radio and there was a radio station that I really loved listening to back in in Adelaide I just thought all right well I can listen to the radio and still get my news fixed from there because they do hourly broadcasts of the news so then I can understand and okay I like news anyway So when I was about 16, 17, I was interested in media, but I did a modeling course. My dad, my biggest supporter, he paid for me to do a modeling course. And now I am in no way um, a model. And let's just get that straight now. Um, But I did have a bit of a, I guess, a brush with that kind of world. And so I ended up doing a model course. And it's more than just actually like how to be a model and how to, you know, make a really good pouty face and smize and whatnot. It was actually really great at teaching me how to sort of be a woman or be what I regard as an independent woman in a way. Like, so it taught me things about like elocution, how to walk correctly in heels, how to do your makeup, how to use a knife and fork and not eat with your mouth open and and things that I'd, I'd never really thought that somebody needed to tell me, but I didn't have a very close relationship with my mum, So I didn't really learn any of that stuff with my mum. And these days I'm finding that I'm teaching my mum how to do makeup rather than the other way around. But anyway, so one of the lessons was how to speak. 
it obviously gets, you know, models and um, glamour models and, and promo girls ready to speak on a microphone. So there was a guy who worked for a local radio station and he brought in an amplifier, a little amp with a microphone, and he wrote ads for one of the local radio stations. So he brought in a whole bunch of scripts and he talked about his job in radio and then he um, handed out all these scripts. And at the time I was very into news, into to journalism, and, and I got a new script. And we partnered up and I took one look at this new script and I just couldn't for the life of me bring myself to read those words out loud because in my head I'd heard so many news bulletins that I just didn't know how to make them. I didn't know the, the demeanor that I needed. I didn't know how much emphasis I was going to have. And I just freaked out. So I was with my partner and I said, I can't do this. And she was like, do you want to swap? And I said, hundred percent. Oh my God, I want to swap so bad. And so she gave me this ad. So one person got an ad, one person got a new script. I got the ad and it was supposed to be a flirty ad about him. And I got that, right? And and I read it and I thought, okay, I can read that out. So I, I had the microphone and I wasn't up to scratch with my voice because the way it works with your voice is you hear it very differently to the way that it is. Because in some weird way, your brain and your ears and your mind puts some sort of filter on it that no one else hears. So in a way, you sound a lower pitch than you actually sound. And that's why people hate their voicemail and they hate the whole process of recording their voicemail because it's so foreign when that's just how they've been sounding their whole life. So there was all of that. And, you know, in this class, girls are like, oh my gosh, do I actually sound like that? And I had never done this before. I, I was one of the people that hated their voicemail. And I pretty much, and I'm just like, okay, well, I'd heard that other people were having this issue. I was midway and we went around it in the circle where girls would have to read their, their scripts out. So I just read it. I read it how I thought it should be read. And the guy there running the class who writes the ads was like, where were you when I was casting for that ad? Because you said it exactly how I wanted it said. And I thought, Oh, damn. Okay, cool. So then he got on his spiel and he said, that was really great. You know, you should definitely consider a career in radio because you could make a lot of money out of using your voice. And I thought, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, yeah, cool. And then fast forward to a couple of months, you know, like I I was still in high school and then I'd, I'd finished high school and I'd gotten into uni and I started volunteering at a community radio station and I sat down with him and, you know, he gave me a whole bunch of pointers and that kind of led me on this massive 10 year journey to chasing my dream, which is being a radio announcer. I went to uni, I studied an exchange course at the University of Sunderland in England, where I studied at the best student radio station in the country at the time. I won an award, I volunteered and interned at some of the biggest radio stations in the UK. I worked for some independent radio stations. I'd done on and off work for lots of different sort of radio wise work there, which I guess for me, the way I look at it, it was my training ground and I loved every minute of it. There were times that, you know, it broke me and built me all back up in all in one. And the whole time while I was there, I went to BBC Radio One, which is probably the most resourced, beautiful station. It's the beacon of, you know, the the epitome of radio stations in in my world. I went there and I told the guys when I was there, who I met, that I, you know, loved that I was there, but it was never going to live up to my dream of working on Triple J. And 
A lot of my friends who I know back in Adelaide, I ended up living in the UK for three years, but some of them I hadn't caught up with since I moved back. And, you know, they asked me, you know, how's that dream of getting to Triple J? And like, it's not really that much of a dream anymore because I was so very hell-bent on working for Triple J that I almost went through this whole process of not experiencing or not appreciating what I was experiencing in the UK. And let's face it, hindsight is one mother of a thing. And I look back at it now and I go, wow, I had some really awesome opportunities. But here I am, you know, so I I came back, moved back to Australia, still hadn't gotten a concrete job in radio as an announcer. I got pretty close in the UK, had some meetings, that sort of thing, but nothing had sort of happened. And I was back in Adelaide working uh, in marketing for a bar when I just thought, you know what? I either push hard and I push really hard. It's been seven years. I push and try to get this or I give up. And so the summer of 2015, I told everyone I was moving. I got into the Australian Film, Television and Radio School to study an advanced diploma in radio, which is like a, you know, you need a prerequisite something to have to get to this course. So it wasn't like an entry level course. And I got in. And I said, okay, I'm moving to Sydney, guys. Amazing. And at that whole time, I put plans in motion. I was on the way to Vietnam when I stopped by in Darwin to visit my dad. I'd gotten on the blag, finally got a hold of uh, one of the guys who does the hiring and firing in Darwin, the program director of Hot 100, and he offered me a job. All in the same time that I'd gotten into this course in Sydney. And I thought, well, it's either you study again and you don't know what's going to happen at the end of it, or you move to Darwin. So, of course, I moved to Darwin. I spent three years there. I got nominated for Australian Commercial Radio Award. I learned so, so much. I was a part of a duo. I went from the Saturday morning fill-in announcer to the afternoons announcer to the drive announcer to the music director. And from there, I found out what it was like to be a part of a radio network. And with all of that, I ended up just like I put the feelers out there when it was time for me to move on. And I pretty much just ended up landing myself a job uh, or getting offered a job in Wollongong, which is where I live now. And I got a pretty awesome package and it was a huge deal for me to go, wow, all right, I'm 27 years old and I am getting headhunted and a package, like I'm getting paid to move somewhere. Yes, you know, I have to go and give this a go. It would be silly not to do any of that. And that whole time, since about 2015, I had started keeping an audio journal and it was just something completely self-indulgent. And I've mentioned it uh, last year on a couple of podcasts. If you want to listen to one of my actual journal entries from 2015, you can go back to the Moments of Manifesting episode of season one. And It was very unpolished and just something that I was doing for the sake of doing it. And looking at it now, it was just me wanting to create a podcast and me me doing the act of making a podcast and making an audio journal and and a clip and, and something, but not actually sharing it. So now with Miss Adventurous, I'm just bringing you on that journey. I am giving you an audio snapshot into my life and how I choose to see the positive parts of life. Because I think positivity will get you so incredibly far. You know, there's ways that it can be expanded on, but in the root of what I believe and where I see my life going is it's always going to be centered around positivity. I'm a huge believer in doing things for the sake of doing them. And I recognize that the world 
kind of gives you what you want when you are manifesting and when you have goals, but it's never in the way that you think it's going to occur and and the way that you think things are going to happen. So my mission is to spread positivity and inspire you to push yourself to achieve your goals. Because at the end of the day, I'm here sharing my story to lead you by example. I want to help you if you need a little bit of motivational support and maybe a little bit of a nudge to be adventurous, whether it's speaking up at work or putting yourself out there with someone you have a crush on or just taking steps towards your goal. I want to be that positive reinforcement that gets you going because you're not alone, right? There's 7 billion people in the world and I want you to be fearless or to learn that you actually can be fearless and that you can be whoever you want to be. If you're going through moments of self-doubt and lower self-esteem and you're not quite sure about anything or anyone and yourself especially, you're not self-aware, I want you to know that I was there. Through that whole 10-year journey of me getting to where I am now living in Wollongong, from where I was when I got told that I could make a lot of money using just my voice when I had just read that ad, I was shit scared. And so many times I have been shit scared. And all I am doing is winging it and showing you that if you can wing it, if you can seriously push past the slight discomfort of you putting yourself out there, you are actually taking another step to your goals and your dreams and whatever you want. And I am living freaking proof of that. Now, I am going to be 100% accessible. If you want to have a chat with me and learn more about my story, I urge you to hit subscribe because that is what you're going to get with the Misadventurous podcast. And if you are in any way feeling it and you want to interact with me, do so. There are many ways. However, you're listening to this, there is going to be a method to get in contact with me. But if you can't figure it out, at Tiffany Rouge on Instagram, THG Rouge on Gmail. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.